Driven mofos, I wanted to mention something that means a lot to me. When I was younger, everyone doubted me and their doubts became my doubts. Their fears festered inside my mind and I hated myself as I knew I could do so much more in life. I just didn't know where to start and failure would reinforce what a loser I already believed I was. If it wasn't for listening to audios just like this, which I spent tens of thousands of dollars on, I would have probably ended it all. I know that there are so many people out there who feel this way and are holding themselves back from greatness. So if I could ask just one favor today, it would be that you share this podcast with just one person as it may make all the difference and start them on a new path. So most people just don't see the things that are right in front of them, which also means that they are probably a lot more ignorant to the things that are around them. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where we talk about how to get the best out of yourself and how to build a life that you can't wait to get out of bed and live each day. This podcast is my attempt at documenting my journey, sharing my insights and what I've learned from being the private mindset and mental performance coach to some of the country's top athletes, rich listers, entrepreneurs, and running events for tens of thousands of people on how to better themselves and those around them. This is for those driven to achieve more in life, but are often underestimated by those around them. This podcast is my attempt at helping you prove your doubters wrong. Please enjoy. In this episode, I'm going to talk a lot about what are the benefits of learning more and studying lots of different areas, because it will open you up to a whole new world that you've probably never seen. Driven mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. I want to talk today about the idea of learning more and why it's important to be very inquisitive and want to learn. Now, I didn't realize this, but most people just aren't really that inquisitive. They just stay in their little bubble and don't really want to learn a lot and just do the same thing that they've always done. The challenge with that, though, is that when you don't learn, you don't see the world that potentially is right in front of you. And so there are a lot of people out there who will complain about not having a lot of money, but they don't do anything to study and learn about money or study and learn about business or study and learn about their career. And so they just stay stuck in their nice little cocoon where they can complain about their problems and nothing really changes. Whereas as you start to learn more about the idea of money, you start to see more opportunities to create wealth around you. It opens you up to a whole new world that you haven't seen. Like for instance, if someone walks past this old derelict building, the average person just sees an old derelict building or they just completely ignore it. It goes right past them. Whereas if you talk to someone who studied property development or you talk to a builder or someone who works in the building industry, they potentially see that as an opportunity to renovate and to flip it and sell it. They could renovate and put someone else in there to rent. So therefore they're starting to calculate the numbers in their head. They might wipe it out and build a bunch of townhouses on there. And so the developer or the business owner or the builder sees that property in a completely different light because of the knowledge that they have. Now, when someone walks into, let's say, a library or they walk past a bookstore, the average person just walks past a bookstore, they just see it for what it is. The wise person who loves studying goes in there and they see all these different types of books. Now, depending on how much they've studied depends on the areas of focus. So for someone like me, when I walk into a bookstore, I see philosophy and I notice all the authors of great philosophical books that I've read over the years. And so I go, wow, this is cool. Then I might walk around and I look at the business area and I go, I see the authors and I go, cool, this is cool. Then I might walk around to health and because I've studied health, I go, oh, cool, there's some great authors here. This is cool. So the more areas I've studied, the more I appreciate the bookstore if it's got good quality books. If not, and you're brand new to a bookstore, you walk in and you might walk to one area and pick one type of book that you might find interesting just because of the title and that's it. So you don't have the amount of appreciation that someone has who's done a lot of study and a lot of learning, depending if there's good authors there. And I walked into a bookstore near where we run our events here in Adelaide. And there's this old antique bookstore. And when I walk in there, I'm like a kid in a lolly shop. It is absolutely awesome. These old books, amazing book collections, series of books. 
Like if I had 20 grand to blow in there, I reckon I could blow 20,000 bucks in no time. There is just some amazing books in there. Whereas most people walk past that every day and just see it as being this old shitty dusty shop with really old crappy out of date books. My point is that the more that you study and the more you learn about different areas of life, the more you come to appreciate those areas. And the more you learn, the more you see things as they are, not how you filter them based on your own ignorances. Real quick, Driven Mofos, you know I don't run any advertising or sell anyone else's shit on this podcast. So the only thing that I'll ever ask from you is that you help me get this podcast out to more people and spread the word by rating and reviewing this podcast. I promise it will only take 10 seconds, so please rate and review if you haven't already done so. And thank you in advance. And this all came about because I was sitting outside the other day with Jess. And we live here on the lake at West Lakes here in Adelaide. And we were just sitting there and I was looking across the lake. And I said to Jess, oh, that's interesting. There's a type of bird there called a Pacific gull. And it looks like a big seagull. They're white. They've got a yellow beak. And I saw this Pacific gull. And it's quite a lot bigger. It's probably double or triple the size of a normal seagull. And then all of a sudden, a tern flew past. And terns are those birds that they sort of have wings that almost look like boomerangs. So each wing is bent almost like a boomerang and they look really sleek and they dive down into the water. So you see them flying around and then they dive and they get fish out of the water. So I saw them there. Then as I looked across the other side of the lake, there was also plovers, which are also white and they have yellow legs and a yellow beak and they look like they're on stilts. So they're a little bit taller and they make these crazy noises. And then there's also these other birds that are white also, and they're called egrets, and they've got sort of longer beaks and so on. But when I really thought about it, those four different types of birds all look the same to most people. So they're all white. Most of them have a yellow beak or something that looks similar to a yellow beak from a distance or a brown beak. And they all look white. And I remember years ago going to the beach and looking at all the birds on the beach, and all I saw was seagulls. Because they're all white and they all have the pointy beaks, and some seagulls look bigger than the others, and... Some of them look slightly different, but they all look seagulls because they're all just white. Now, because Jess's dad is an ornithologist, so he studies birds. That's part of his hobby, which has now become part of his profession. I mean, he gets paid to go and do bird watching and stuff like that and count them and all of this sort of stuff. And he travels the world looking at all these different birds. I learn about all these different types of birds. Now, before when I used to go to the beach, I would see all these white birds with yellow beaks and yellow legs. And I would just say, oh, yeah, they're all seagulls. And I'd go, oh, they're all fucking shitty seagulls because they're annoying. But now when I go to the beach... I see the different types of birds that are all white with yellow legs and brown beaks and they're not all seagulls. You will see plovers in there that look slightly different. They've got longer legs. You'll see Pacific gulls, which are really sort of quite rare in metropolitan beaches, like you don't see them a lot. And so when I saw the one the other day sitting across from us at the lake, I thought, shit, I don't normally see them. That's pretty cool. So in that moment, I had this intrigue and also this excitement because I saw something that I don't normally see. If that was me 10 years ago, I would have even noticed it because it was a seagull. And it made me really think about how most people navigate life and not really opening them up to the idea of finding all these amazing, exciting things that are close to them because they never look for them. They don't study them. They don't learn them. When I was younger, I never really used to study ancient history. I used to love modern history, but not ancient history. The more I've studied ancient history and related to human behavior and the great philosophers and the emperors and all this sort of stuff and the way that civilization moved. And the more I study that stuff, the more I become fascinated with all the ancient cultures and the way that they operate and how ancient cultures all link back into each other, like the Greek empire and the Roman empire. And then if you go through the Middle East and the Arabs and all that sort of stuff, if you go through all of the different empires and all that, it's really, really fascinating and opens your mind up a lot more. So the more you study, the deeper you get into things, and the more fascinated you become by the world. 
Whereas when you're ignorant, you're not fascinated by much. Most things are boring. And in order to do something exciting, you've got to do something crazy exciting, like you've got to go and get drunk or take drugs or party hard or go and do something crazy, or you've got to spend a lot of money. Whereas I think the more that you learn, the more you see little things, these little subtle things around you that are really exciting and really fun and enjoyable, or they just spark your interest. Now, I shouldn't use the term exciting because it's not a term that I use a lot, but like it was really cool the other day to see the Pacific gull sitting on the beach because I'm like, shit, they're not inland birds. Like it's really cool that you see one inland. Some of the other birds as well, like the terns, when I see them flying around, I'm like, cool, I watch them because I watched them dive bombing into the water to get fish. Whereas before I would have just thought that they were seagulls and I wouldn't have even paid any attention. I would have just thought it was a seagull every now and again diving into the water. So I become more inquisitive and more enthusiastic and more inspired by life by the more that I learn. And I think that most people don't really learn a lot, which then means that they get stuck by seeing things on a moment by moment basis that may be inspiring them or creating this intrigue or this mystery around them. And even being able to see opportunities around them that they just can't see because they don't understand things. I think the more that you learn, the greater life becomes. But also the more challenging it becomes because the more you see shit where you want to change it or like for human behavior is a great example. The more I study human behavior, the more frustrated I become at people because I realize how out of balance most people are. But at the same time, the more I realize I'm here to be able to help those people, the more inspired I become at the same time. So it's almost like this double-edged dualistic sword. The more you make money, the more you realize that you have these opportunities in life, but the more opportunities you see. So you get frustrated that you're not getting these opportunities, but the more enjoyable life becomes because there are these opportunities available. And so I think inspiration is also a bit of a double-edged sword where there is a benefit and a drawback. But I just think life is a lot more, I guess, fun and enjoyable when you study more things. So I just wanted to share that today. I recommend getting out there, learning lots of different things, study stuff, study documentaries, watch things, and try and learn as much as you can because you'll see things around you that are right in front of your face that maybe you've never seen before that are pretty cool and pretty awesome and pretty exciting. Anyway, have a great day, Driven Mofos. I look forward to you joining me back here once again for another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. And thank you for all those who have rated the podcast, especially on Spotify. After you listen to a couple of episodes, if you click the star rating there, you can give it a star rating. We're almost up to 105 star ratings. So thank you for all the awesome weapons out there that have been giving this podcast a rating. And for those of you who haven't, if you could please just do that on your Spotify app or whatever podcast app you're listening to, it helps us to get out to more people. Anyway, Driven Mofos, have a great day. Keep rocking and rolling, and I'll see you back here on the next episode.